shit. It's time. It's Tuesday. And I'm back. Well, on Welcome Tuesdays back, anyway. Tuesday. Wow. Thanks, Bowser. My guy in the back. My 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 own personal peanut gallery. <laughs> At least give me some peanuts. I'm actually I could go for some peanuts right now. Some beer nuts. Yeah. No, I don't have that. All, all I have is my unwitting support. <laughs> okay. Well, that's fine. Um, so, for those who didn't know, well, if you didn't know, you're not listening right now. But, uh, you know, this will be up in podcast form, of course. But yes, Toho Tuesday is back. It is I, Overcoat. And uh, I'm very excited to be restarting this. Um, if you are curious as to why now... That is the most annoying eraser I've ever heard. I thought you were. I thought you were. Your radio show. I oh. thought you were laughing at me, but it was your eraser laughing at me. <laughs> but anyway, okay. So, uh, last weekend, um, I went to TohoCon and I I saw the energy and felt the energy and the enthusiasm and everyone was excited and happy and. Like, giving a shit about a Toho! So, here I am, being, you know, the, the Toho Tuesday guy. And I'm like, you know, I can't not bring my show back after TohoCon, after experiencing that. Um, so, here I am, doing Toho Tuesday about a week later. Uh, pretty, pretty hype still from TohoCon. I'm still feeling how amazing that convention was um yeah i'm just and then plus we got the power surge in the background dude i fucking love this uh background music but anyway <laughs> so i could talk about tohokan which i have a lot to say uh so first off the big thing was the musical guests for me so we had Tam, we had Akai Ryusei, the uh, pianist for Tokyo Active Neats. We had uh, Yuhei Satellite, the whole band. And then we had uh, Marasi show up. And then we had, um, of all people, Ragathal showed up in the artist alley. And I was like, I was like, hey, it's, it's Ragathal. I know this art um, a little too well. So, uh, I had my little Zoom H4N recorder with me, and I had my press badge, and I was like, I want to get an interview with you. So, uh, I'll have an interview later on in the show with Ragathal. It's about half an hour. Um, so actually, I shouldn't be talking too much, because, wow. Um, who is Ragathal? I'll link you his DeviantArt, um, on, like, during the interview. Uh, you can look up his Henchai Foundry if you want. I'm not gonna link that on... Uh, you know, this is a family show, but, <laughs> yes, yeah, family it, show for the kids. Yeah, all the kids. Um, you know what, though? Here's something I found interesting. The, um, there's a lot of new Toho fans out there. There's not, you know, it's not the old, like, 20, 25 to 35 guys, like, like myself, or, you know, we're still there. But there's like fresh interest in Toho now, and I see a lot of like, 
you know, 13 to 17 year old girls it's into Toho bigger, now. It's grown bigger than B. What is B? Oh, that. Who cares? No, it's, it's got it, It's it not, the, it, I don't think it's bigger than that, but no. Um, but yeah, like, there's, there's actual, like, children, like, getting interested in Toho now, which kind of worries me a little bit for, for them, but, uh, no, it's cool, like, there's fresh interest in Toho, and, like, there's all these, not only they're getting into this now, but they're bringing in talent into the Western scene, and they're bringing in new art, and, um, you know, getting to interact with them on, like, the Twitters and the Tumblers, and the, you know, check the tweeters, they're, they're up there, and they're, it's exciting to see all this new talent entering, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the Hecatia demographic, that's terrible, but anyway, okay, but yeah, so, I, I, that's something I just noticed, that was my observation for Tohokan, was the, the fresh new interest, um, and it wasn't, like, they weren't, like, terrible people for once. It was great. <laughs> so, alright, so I got some requests, too. Uh, right before the show, while I was making my playlist, like, an hour before this thing. In true Toho Tuesday tradition, making the playlist, like, an hour before the show starts. Um, so, someone wanted to play some uh, Iron Attack, so I'm like, sure, I'll play some Iron Attack. And, uh, I'll play, basically, some, uh, Evil Castle from Thundercrack. It's, uh, Seiji Kijin's theme, plus... I believe the stage, like, her stage theme as well. So enjoy that, it's from their Comica 85 Thundercrack. Uh, we also have, coming up after that, some brand new Demitori. Uh, from Evil People as the True Object of Salvation. Which is an amazing album, you should go look for it. It's, it, it, it's fucking metal. We also have brand new, uh, Cell after that. A more structure. And uh, I got a request for some Tanabata, so I'm going to be playing some uh, metal and the rock music. And then I'll get right into that Ragathel interview.
の言葉を確かめてここにあること確かめてなくさないようにこの指で触れているから風に揺れてる世界ごと色もないこの世界ごと君と二人で見つめていたいの Congratulations, you're my first victim of the weekend. Yeah. Um, and for those of you who don't know,、uh, I, I guess we could have you talk about yourself a little bit. Like, what do you do? And, like, who are you? What do you do? Yes. Et cetera.、Um, yes.、Um, I'm called Ragatol on the internet. And、um, I'm an illustrator and comic artist uh, since 
about 2005. I've been doing Toho stuff since 2008. Uh, I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Ah, that's what that, I do. That explains the sexy accent. <laughs> Gotta love those Swedes, man. Yeah. Um, so 2008 is when you started doing the Toho stuff. Would you say that? Uh, ha- would you say that that has gotten you more notice than? Like, what did uh, you do before that? Was it also fan art? Yeah, some fan art and some uh, original comics. Um, I made one original comic uh, that's published in Sweden that's called uh, Tanks and it's uh, an adventure comics about um, mini tanks and adventure and monsters and stuff. Um, so that's that's my only published work so far and um, then I've been doing a lot of uh, tour fan scenes and uh, fan art and stuff. I'm pro- probably mostly known on the internet. Okay. In fact, I have one here. Mm-hmm. that I just bought. So, your newest uh, comic here is yes. called A Journey to the Center of Hell. Yep. And, uh, it, it's clearly a subterranean animism yep. uh, themed. You said this one was a retelling of that, or was that the other uh, comic you no, were No, that's about? the one. Um, I actually meant it as a follow-up on one of my previous comics uh, from my book RGB. It's a small uh, Parsi story, and um, I wanted to um, continue on that one, but it sort of expanded while I worked on it and uh, ended up as a retelling of the whole um, subterranean okay. story. Because, uh, like, obviously I haven't read the whole thing yet because I yep. just bought it. Um, I also didn't even know you did comics. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I would look at your uh, your uh, art pages. Illustration, yeah. Uh, and like looking at looking at the sites where you post the art, like I just maybe it's probably Don Baru's fault because your stuff's all over there. Okay. But um, you're familiar with that site, I'm assuming. No, I don't. Uh, Don Baru is this. Uh, they, they. Oh, Don Baru. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do what it is. Okay. But yeah, they post all your stuff there. Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes they get your two aliases wrong. But, yeah. uh, yes, it's a bit of a mix-up sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes um, I'm mixed up with Sparrow as well. Sparrow. Yeah. Who is that though? Uh, it's a um, hero artist working mainly on uh, hentai foundry, and uh, we did some collaborations. Some oh, ago. okay. So mm. People still mix us up sometimes. <laughs> oh no, that's terrible. <laughs> is your style similar or? No, not at all. But I, um, he made some illustrations and I uh, colored them on, oh, okay. uh, on the Forshan uh, Wakaki board. Okay. It was like five years ago. Nice. Okay, so um, I guess tell the listeners here about the comic here, uh, Journey to the Center of Hell. Yes. Like, wh- what is what's the story about? Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, Pretty straightforward um, subterranean animist story, but with a few twists. It uh, since the last comic was uh, the Parsi, Parsi story, and um, it included a bit of stra- stage three as well. This starts from uh, stage four, okay. and it's uh, stage four, five, and six with uh, all of the action with. Um, uh, Utsuho's uh, tra- transformation and uh, 
the explosion of the power plants down in hell. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> this is a very meaty book. Like, like I picked it up nice. thinking I had picked up two copies, but right, then... It's, it's 70 pages. Yeah, this is... Uh, it's probably... Definitely the lengthiest uh, like Western fan comic I've seen. Yeah, I have one of uh, my my version of Patrulis Origin as well. It's seventy-two pages. Wow! Um, um, but in this one, I mean, in the game you only choose uh, one heroine and one helper. But uh, I thought it would be more fun to include them all. So it's both uh, Raymond Marisa uh, going down and uh, all of the yokai helpers. Okay. Yeah, because I see you have uh, Yukari, Nitori, Alice, etc. Yeah, yeah. Hachi here. So they, so they have a control center in the uh, in the Voal library, and uh, okay. they're helping as best as they can. <clears throat> so, this the level of detail in this book is incredible. By the way, thank you. Um, I mean, I shouldn't have to tell the listeners. Like, it's it's hard to tell because uh, <laughs> this is an audio recording yes. and I do a radio show. But uh, I can just tell you the art is very detailed. Thank you. Um, you you have a very distinct style as well. Yes. Like you can look at one of your pieces and just tell it's yours. Yeah, I guess so. so. <laughs> it's kind of how it happens. Like, I, I don't know. Does it, is it weird having someone just tell you that to your face or? or? No, I guess that's how it is. I mean, I try to vary myself a little sometimes, like uh, at least doing different faces and expressions and stuff for different characters and uh, but I guess that's uh, that's how it's convenient for me to draw oh yeah uh, so it takes a lot of effort if I'm going to change it so it's unrecognizable but so you have I think that's hard so you have this comic and uh, it just you said earlier that yes. you put something like 10 months of work into this yes um, it's not ten active, fully active months, but um, it took that time. Yes. So, but I noticed you also have several other, like you have at least ten other comic books on it's, that table. Uh, six or seven. Six or seven. I was close, hmm. but um, like, how mu- how many hours a day do you put into art? Like um, one full page takes about uh, three or four hours usually to draw. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, this is this one is a bit uh, more advanced on the toning, so the toning took about three hours per page. Oh wow! So it's maybe eight to ten hours of work. Is it? Um, is it? Is it just easier to do black and white? Is, yeah, uh, I keep the black and white because okay. if you do color, you have to color everything. Yeah. If you do black and white, you can leave white parts, and uh, it's it's a lot faster. Yeah, doing <laughs> well, color would take at least twice as long. Yeah, you could do that thing where you color like one color, but that that only works sometimes. Yeah, um, but but I like I like to um, do the black and white because yeah, you can get some nice tones and uh, details even with black and white. I think. Yeah, I'm noticing much much easier, much easier and cheaper to print as well. I'm noticing in this comic uh, there's moments of like noir style where you have the shading like it's this ominous shading on Orin here. Yes. Um, she's like, oh my, oh my. It's, <laughs> it's good. It, it was pretty hard to keep to the light sources in this one because they're underground at the time and yeah. <laughs> normally there wouldn't be any light but um, Rayma has her orbs circling around and that casts some light and it's the lava down in hell. And then a lot of fireballs in the end. <laughs> Okay, um, so 
Is there a place to buy these online? Do you do you uh, ship those out? Yeah, if you contact me on the event art or any other outlet, you can can have them shipped. So it's uh like I'm assuming just Ragathal at uh, ragathal.deviantart.com. Yes. Okay. Um, I'll link that for the people in when I do the write up for this recording. Or just contact um, me at rag at ragathal.com. Okay. Yeah. Um, are they like the same price as they are here, or yeah. plus plus shipping? I'm assuming. Yeah, something like that. Okay, so most of them are like ten dollars. Uh, it's ten for the large ones, and this one especially, and five for the smaller ones. Oh wow, that's that almost seems like too inexpensive for the kind of quality here. <laughs> yeah, well, they're pretty cheap to print. So really, yeah. huh? Like how? how uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm. Maybe this is too much detail I'm asking for, but like, how do you how do you get these printed out? Like, do you, do you have to go? Uh, I recently found a really good print shop in Stockholm where I live, and um, they're cheap and they're fast and they're high quality. So oh wow, that's great. Yeah, I a lot of the artists that I've talked to um, when they print books, yeah. they're like, oh, I found this great secret like printer that <laughs> I'm never going to tell you who it is. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems to vary country by country. Yes. Um, I interviewed also before. Um, are you familiar with Sets from Finland? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, he he's also a pretty distinct artist. Uh, does more kind of happy comic style, but yeah. um, he he's also gotten pretty popular. Though he's he's kind of drifted away from Toho a little okay. bit, but that's fine because this stuff is still amazing. <laughs> like he's doing Splatoon art and all that. Oh, yeah. Are are you? I mean, you you obviously don't just do Toho all the time. No. Is there any other material you cover? Like, uh, I really like Street Fighter. It's fun to draw. And uh, not really any of those large uh, fandoms. I do a lot of uh, like Lucky Star art and stuff, but that's mostly of the erotic kind. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of hesitant to ask you about that in like an open restaurant, though. Yes, yes. But um, for those who, who, for those who know how to look, you well, you know where to find it. Yes. Um, if you if you look at his deviant art, it's probably not too hard to find your other art from there. It's on the internet. Yeah, it's on the internet somewhere. Um, but you should still check out his his our all ages uh, stuff because it's still good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, also, uh, speaking of Street Fighter, yes. uh, I know I, you seem like a fan of Karen. Yes, uh, have, Did you hear the news yes, about yes. Street Fighter Five? Okay. <laughs> were, were you like tear, were you like tears of joy? Karen is back. <laughs> it's it's really great to see her back. Actually, so good. Looks good. Yeah, because she wasn't in four, was she? No, oh. she, she hasn't been in any game since uh, Alpha Three. That's a long time ago. That was like ten years ago, I think. Yeah, at least. God. She was in Pocket Fighters, I think, yeah, small role, but yeah. Wow. Um, hmm. I, I really like uh, Masahiko Nakahiro's comics. Uh, he was the one who created Karin in the okay. Sakura Gamboro comics. They're great. Now, um, I don't know, maybe you should do some. Maybe you should do a Street Fighter comic, and <laughs> yeah. like go go to those Udon Comics guys and be like, "Hey, I got this," <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh." I don't know. We already have 20 guys working in the street. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> regarding, like, TohoCon itself, um, did you just come to America for TohoCon, or are you visiting other places yeah. here? 
Well, this is the main event, um, but I um, I'm taking a one-week vacation in LA to check out the place while I'm here. Oh yeah, are you gonna go to Disneyland? Um, Since possibly. it's like across the street. Yeah, I have one day when I don't really have anything else to do. So, um, if enough people buy your comics, you mm. can afford to go to Disneyland. Yes. So tell, like, put that on on your on your table, like. Buy my comics so I can yeah, go to yeah. Disneyland. I need some comics too. Uh, extend my stay and go to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so you spend several hours a day on your art. Um, mm, yeah. Is th- is Usually. that your day job or do you have? Uh, well, it's what I do. I don't really have a <laughs> job as such, but um, since I'm a freelancer, and um, well, this is what I do. Okay. I try to um, to do something that I can sell. So you're at least doing well for yourself that you can keep living on art. That's mm, yes. that's a very rare feat, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, so congratulations on that. Thank you. That's a pretty big um, uh, uh, what's the word? I don't achievement. Live, don't live solely from the art, but um, I do make a bit of money. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as the attendees here, um, how many people have like recognized you and gotten all excited? Uh, like, do they recognize your art? Yeah, there have been a few so far. Uh, it's been pretty slow today so far, but uh, we'll see about what happens tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, times. I'm not sure if Swedish conventions are similar. If you even no, no. Yeah. We have we have a few small comics convention, but it's like we're happy if we get uh, two thousand guests over three days or something oh. like that. No. I mean, I've been to a few uh, Japanese cons like Great Sai and uh, Comicat, and uh, there we have like five five thousand exhibitors. Oh yeah! So have, have you you've sold at Comicat then? Yes. Oh wow! Um, considering the pool of like five hundred thousand customers you could potentially yeah, yeah. have, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, um, that usually sells out and. Um, I have a friend who uh, helps me to translate the books, so I have them available in Japanese. Oh, that's well. awesome! Um, so, h- how well do you, how well do you think your comics do uh, in Japan? Versus, like, do, are you how how aware are you are of the reception they're getting? Like, uh, they seem to like it. I have had several people who says uh, that they will keep supporting me and. Uh, Oh, that's I'd good. Like to see what they do. Because so. I'm, I'm always worried about Japanese people viewing Western mm. art and kind of turning up their noses at it. Like, I don't know. It's uh, I'm probably pretty exotic <laughs> because yeah. I, I'm the only only foreign artist there, mm. pretty much. Uh, so that might be a bit of the appeal, but um, oh, they seem to like it genuinely. Yeah. So that's fine. I, I mean. A lot of people are, are kind of quick to, to dismiss Japanese as like xenophobic and, mm. and hateful people, but they're, I'm pretty sure that's only a very small minority. Yeah, of course, you have that kind of people in every country, so, yeah. and they're usually pretty vocal, so, yeah. But uh, it can be hard to work with Japanese people sometimes because they're pretty set in their ways, and um, it's not always uh, easy to be flexible. Now, and, and I know getting into comic it doesn't that require a lottery? Mm, it's yeah, they say so. I don't know how it works, but uh, yeah, I don't think anyone does. No. So it's okay. Uh, the, Not even the, the bigger circles probably come in anyway, but um, the rest of it is a lottery. Um, 
The problem with Japanese cons is that you have to have a Japanese address to attend. Oh, wow. Uh, so I have a friend uh, who lives there to help me out. Okay. Is he also the guy who translates? No, it's not the same guy. Okay. He doesn't speak any English, actually. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I can only come in, communicate a little with him, but um, it usually works out well. We understand so, each other <laughs> somehow. So, wait. Oh, the guy, the guy whose address you use. Yes. Because he helped me out at the con as well. Because I'm hoping that the guy who doesn't know English isn't the one translating the comic. It <laughs> no. almost sounded like that. But, no, um, the translator is actually a Swedish friend of mine who, who works with um, with Japanese comics. He, he translated the Swedish versions of uh, Dragon Ball and uh, uh, One Piece and Naruto. And oh wow! Different stuff. Yeah. And recently, for this uh, journey book, I uh, somehow got hold of a, of a Japanese guy who knows English as well. And uh, it's always best to have a native doing it. So he did a great work. <laughs> Is there ever any uh, issues with uh, like get anything getting lost in translation? Because I mean, mm, yeah, probably. obviously English isn't your native language, though you seem to have a pretty good mastery of it anyway. Mm, but yeah. um, it's it's like. You have Japanese guys who've learned English, and then yes, you know you've you've also learned. It's yeah, of course. Of... I mean, having a Swedish guy translating from English to Japanese isn't <laughs> <laughs> it isn't uh, the best way, uh, of course. And he knows that too. But okay. um, he's doing his best, and he's doing it for free. So it's like, yeah, okay, it is what it is. Okay. Do you so <clears throat> if if they're doing that translation work for you, you, I'm assuming you're also there selling. Yes. Okay. Um, been to Reitaisai three times and uh, comic at once. Oh, nice! The attendees here that uh, like recognize you. Mm. Are, did, how many of them have asked, like, "Hey, where's the uh, R18 stuff?" No, no so far. Um, I don't know. They're kind of implying it, perhaps, uh, <laughs> but no one has asked yet. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, wow! Now I feel like a jerk. I'm like, where's the porn? Yeah. Uh, though I, I did see some uh, the the Dojin Press booth across the corner there. Uh, mm. They have like a 18 plus Yuri Dojin, I think. Okay. That was like. Yeah, you can sell them here, but you can't um, like show them on the table. Yeah. And also, I stopped uh, doing Toho Ero because of uh, Sun's wish. I wasn't really aware of it before, but um, I was made aware of that Sun doesn't like it at all, and uh, I thought I should respect that. Okay. So I stopped growing to him. But yeah, it, it, that is one of his, like... It's one of his main points yeah. for, for doing artists. He has, like, he, a list of cardinal rules. Yeah, he's, and, like, he's okay with mostly everything, but he doesn't like that at all. Hmm. And um, I, I understand that, because the games are so uh, clinically, <laughs> clinically proper. Yeah. And um, he never has any sexual, uh, like... References at all. And, yeah, it's very innocent. I, it's very yeah, I think it's really refreshing because mostly everything from Japan has some kind of sexual undertone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty much, especially when there's a lot of girls involved. So um, I, I um, actually I really like that with Toa, that it isn't sexual. That's kind of interesting coming from you, though, yeah, considering yeah, your know. past work. But so, um, um, yeah, that happened, and um, I probably won't do it anymore. Okay, well, I'm, I, I'm, I know that's going to break a couple hearts, yeah. but yeah, uh, I do respect your decision. It's not that I 
don't like to do it. Uh, I really like drawing the two characters, and um, I mean, I I do the air art because because I love them, not um, not for anything else. But yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's you know it's such an interesting universe to play around with. Yes. Because he gives you the bare minimum. Yeah. There's a lot of great uh, great potential. Yeah. To speak. Um, you have a lot of characters that aren't really fleshed out very much, but they have a very interesting potential and background, and you can, like, spin along with that. It, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like, there's, there's got to be, what, 200 girls now in the Toho mm, universe? 150, I think, something like um, that. And then, you know, they're all unique. Like, yeah. even yeah. given Zune's art... Yeah, he, oh. he's actually really good at designing, I think. Uh, yeah. It's not... Like, it, yeah. it's kind of a feat. Like, if you look at a silhouette of a Toho character, you yeah. know who it is. Yeah, of course. Um, it's just not very refined. Uh, <laughs> but his designs are great. Would you agree, though, that his art has improved a lot? Yeah, yeah. Especially since the first games, the PC-19 games. Yeah. I don't know, I think... tremendously, but he's been doing this for 15 years. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess he hadn't really put a lot of effort into the art. I want concentrating say, on the music and programming. I want to say his art took like kind of a dip in quality for Embodiment of Scarlet Devil, mm. but that was, I think, a lot of things took a dip in quality there. But that's mm. just my opinion, um, of, of course. But like, it, it definitely went back up after that. Um, yeah, probably because he was getting used to a new platform and yeah. doing Windows and. Sure. He's like, wow, I have 16-bit color now. This yeah, is amazing. The, the music in the first game also uh, isn't really refined the way you <laughs> no. see later. So, mm. But now, um, it, it's it's like, I, I guess I say this a lot, but his like his newest game, yeah. to me, is always his best one. Because yeah. they just keep getting better. Um, yeah, it's really um, keeps the game up, so to speak. So, with, with Legacy of Lunatic Kingdom... Yeah. Initially, when those characters were revealed, yeah. um, I was at a friend's house and we were like waiting for the news. And I see all of a sudden, all over my social media feeds, clown piece. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm I freak out and I'm like running around the house, clown piece, clown piece, clown piece. <laughs> yeah, and I'm she, like angry. She really seems to be the most popular of the new cast. Yeah, um, but it's it's like. The initial impression from Clown Piece like really pissed me off. Like I thought he was making fun of Americans. <laughs> um, but I it's, don't really know what he means with that character. But yeah. I, uh, it's odd. But the more fan art I see of her, the more I appreciate her. I think because it's like, yeah. oh yeah, her design. When when a good artist gets a hold of it, it's yes. like, wow, this is like actually a good design. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting. It's uh, often like that. It usually takes me like. At least one or two years to get into the new characters, and uh, so I usually stick to the older ones for a while before hmm. before I can learn to appreciate the new ones. I know it, it took uh, it t- it takes different times for me, like when Ten Desires came out. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, some characters strike me immediately. But yeah, mm-hmm. like Ten Desires took it took a while for everyone to get like yeah. into those characters, but I think eventually. Now, like now, there's enough art, but yes, it takes a while before before yeah. the fan community can uh, like work out the characters. And... But some characters I see and I'm like her, I like her, yes. and I, I felt that way about Raiko from Double Eel and Character, oh. where you know she basically is like me, 
because she's she's obsessed with the 80s because she's got the Miami Vice <laughs> suit on oh, yeah, and then yeah, she's, yeah. she plays the drums and she's got she, yeah, it's a very specific electric drum kit electronic drum kit that she has yeah um, the octagonal drum pads <laughs> um, you'll actually see them I think in a um, I want to say a Phil Collins video right where he uses these like Simmons electronic drums <laughs> and like those are the drums. Yeah, it's pretty strange though because those uh, Yoko instruments are supposed to be forgotten for a long time. Yeah, well, it's it, <laughs> forgotten since the eighties. I I want to say that those drums were forgotten because yeah. like no one no one remembers them yeah, except for supposed, like supposed to work something. But now uh, now everyone just gets like the Roland drums and they're like. You know, they bang away, and they don't realize the origins. They don't remember the origin, yeah. the pain and suffering we had to go through before MIDI existed. <laughs> I really uh, liked uh, say Jackie Jean at once because she's a lot of fun. Her outfit, oh yeah, her outfit is tremendous. It's great design. Seijo is brilliant. Like yes. that mechanic too that she introduced. Yes, yes. With, uh, that Zune introduced with her is and, uh, her so fun. Turning things upside down is uh, great for making comics. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah! I'm actually working on a script right now for um, for a Seiji Jin comics with um, oh. with Parsi and the I am looking crew. forward to that. Wait, Parsi and Seiji? Yep. Hmm. Okay. It's gonna be strange. Well, strange is good. Yes. Um, yeah. The one of the um, I think one of the highlights for. Um, that Zune came to America for Anime Week in Atlanta, which is oh, yeah. actually a con going on next weekend, but it, it's right. Atlanta, so I can't go to that one. Mm. But uh, when he was there, there was a panel where it was like, uh, Zune challenges you to its newest game, and by oh. that time it was Devil Deal and Character. Yeah. Someone like someone beat it on, I think it was hard, hmm. uh, but he had to do a continue, so he failed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But he was having a blast, like watching this guy try to beat his game. Um, yeah. And something, something that I found remarkable was how small he is. <laughs> Zune is a very small man. Yeah, he's very thin. I see him. I saw him uh, on the stage at Last Straight I Say in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was sitting down there, but yeah, he's pretty small. Oh, so you've never gone up to him at Rate I Say and like? hung out or anything? No, I can't really speak enough to, to say anything. Uh, okay. worthwhile, but um, um, my friend, the translator, has uh, spoken to him several times. Yeah, it seems like at Reitai Sai, at least if you know Japanese, you can mm. just go out and hang out with him. Because yeah. it's a... I don't want to say it's smaller, because I think mm. at, at... I want to say 12, like, 50,000 people showed up to it. Yeah. It's 5,000 exhibitors. Wow. And that's and something that blew my mind when I first learned about it was that it's only a one-day event. Yes. Like, it's a Sunday, because like, yeah. it's the only day they have off. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Yeah, it's very hectic. It's amazing how quickly they mm. move in, in, like, huge crowds. Yeah, are, you, yeah, yeah. are you just constantly just taking money and handing books out like that? Or? Um, well, it's, it's a bit back and forth. Sometimes there are a lot of people, sometimes there are dips, like usually, but um, I guess there's a pretty steady stream of people. I usually sell out uh, most of my books at Rate I Say, so and that's like uh, 20 or 30 copies per book, and so it's not a huge amount. But um, but it makes up for your right. trip to Japan. Yeah, it usually pays for the trip, actually. So what it, 
When you go there, do you just do Reitasai or do you do some sightseeing as well? Um, I usually stay for two weeks. Um, and uh, while well, I know Tokyo pretty well by now, but it's always nice to stay in Tokyo. I think I really like mm. the city. All right. Well, um, I think that's a that's a pretty good breadth of topics we've covered. Yes. So um, thanks for sitting down with me and doing an interview. Yes. I think, I think it's a good time to wrap this up because you probably got to go back to your booth. <laughs> your poor assistant. And, and yes, eat your sandwich. It's probably getting <laughs> yes. kind of, well, warm by now. So um, I do apologize for the sandwich. No problem. But, um, looking nice. Anyway, thank yes. you for the interview. Thank you And I uh, hope you have a good rest of the Tohokan. Yes, you too. Oh, sweet. Okay. So that there was the Ragathal interview. Hope you guys liked that. Um, I'm going to keep this one short because you're probably tired of hearing my voice. Because that was a whole half-hour interview. But uh, I'll tell you what you heard and what you listened to here. Um, before the interview, which, by the way, um, can't really cut the noise out because we recorded that like in a restaurant. But, you know, considering the restaurant background, I think that went pretty well. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the stereo sound, too. Um, I, 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 kind of, I kind of nerded out a little bit when I figured out that I could record in stereo with that thing. So, like a, a single wave file, like that wave file was 300 megs for a half-hour interview. <laughs> so worth it, though. But anyway, okay, so we had, before that interview, we had Tanabata, and that was from uh, a friend of mine gave me a, a Best of Tanabata album, 777, and I chose to play Oinori Girl from that. He's like, hey, just play what you want. I'm like, sure. Uh, we also had a more Structure, uh, sung by Mirami Pop there, and that was from a Pizuya Cell album called Petal and Shard. Hmm. We also had a Demetori... A new track called Flow My Tears, The Said. Who is the... I, I don't... Well, anyway. It's from their new album, Evil People as the True Object of Salvation, which is amazing. We had Iron Chino of Iron Attack with Thunder Crack. A song called Evil Castle. And then, uh... Coming up next... We have a thing. I'm gonna play some dance tunes. So, the big... Uh, peak of the convention for me was the DJ set on uh, Saturday night, and that was um, things opened with Prey X, who you may know if you're like an old school Arecibo fan. He was he did a couple shows with us. He did some DJ sets, um, but then you know he also runs Tohokan, but he's also a DJ at the same time. So he opened for. <laughs> Because he's a huge piece of shit, he opened for the DJ set for everybody. And then uh, after that, we had uh, Red Alice come up, and then we had... Oh no, Arm was first, and then Red Alice, and then um, Masayoshi Munashima, who later on had Nomiko come out and sing some songs. Uh, and that was the end of the rave, and that was amazing. So f to start things off... Uh, I'll play some Red Alice. I got. I'll, I'll play. I'll play two Red Alice songs, and I'll play some uh, some Masayoshi Minoshima, two songs after that. 
I would play Arm, but I'm already playing him later in the show, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, let's start things off with, um, don't hate me, just, just listen. It's good. Trust me.
It's just like 2007 all over again. You just heard Maple Wizen from Nomiko. Maple Wizen! Uh, that was... Actually, a funny story. I actually had both Bad Apple and Maple Wizen, those two songs, before I even knew what Toho was. But okay, so Maple Wizen was from Harmony, and I had... At the beginning of the set, Bad Apple from the, but that was the Red Alice remix from Trice Noir, Troy's Noir. Uh, yeah, I I can't French. I need I need I have a friend who can speak French very well, but she's not here. It's unfortunate. But uh, okay, so we had some more things in English though. We had Lost Emotion from Nomiko and Masayoshi Miroshima. That was from Pop Culture Three. And then we had Fire Alarm from Red Alice, covering Fires of Hokai. So, um, Nomiko though, yeah, those are, those are like the three songs she sang at the, uh, at the rave. Um, I think there was a fourth one, but I can't remember. Um, it was all kind of a blur to me, a, a hella, hella blur. I think stinky. Sweaty blur. It was very okay. So, my I, I was wearing my my stupid Nintendo polo during the rave, uh, the and it's still I washed it and it still smells. The worst possible thing you could work to a rave. No way. It was very okay. The the material on the polo is very light and, and breathable. It's oh, okay. it's it's actually a very nice shirt, but it still stinks. It could have been made of wool. No. <laughs> Who wears a wool polo? Who wears wool anymore, ever? Um, we do in Seattle, where it gets cold. 
<laughs> Good job. Your, your, your wire is very short on these headphones. It is totally not. You're just doing it badly. Anyway, your um, your cord is also on the wrong side. The cord is the left side on those. There you go. Yeah, of course. There we go. Of course I would get that right. It doesn't get yeah, but yeah. No, it doesn't get too cold in Seattle, but we do we do like our flannel uh, up here. Um, so <laughs> yeah, we had uh, we had some yeah some Nomiko. Um, she was very nice. Uh, she enjoyed singing. She enjoyed, like. Here's the cool thing that I think I liked the most about Tohokan is all of the guests seem to really, really enjoy being there. Um, especially Arm. Holy crap. Um, he was like the one guy that I wanted to, like, I missed him and Brian at the rave. And I'm kind of kicking myself. But I had to eat as well. <laughs> um, the, you know, so I, 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 hit, I hit that rave up after I got some food. The closest thing was a Carl's Jr., so I probably gained like 20 pounds. But then I I lost it all again from dancing it off to the rave. Um, and then you ate there that morning and gained it all back. Oh, dude, that, that fucking French toast sandwich was so disgusting. No, it wasn't. It Okay, it wasn't like it, it looks disgusting, but it was actually like edible. I'm pretty sure it was disgusting. Um, let's not talk about Carl's Jr.'s breakfast. Let's not talk about Carl's Jr. ever. <laughs> But, um, okay, uh, the rave, though, uh, apparently, the, um, apparently Bowser here could not get into the rave, because they were kicking people out, because they were too loud. Because we, we were too loud, did you hear that? We were too loud for a scheduled hotel rave, because we, there, we were getting noise complaints from the Republicans, who had double-booked the hotel, um... No, I'm, I'm serious, like, Tohokan was also going on during both a, a weightlifters convention, where there were tents outside selling protein and shit, and then, um, there was also this Republican convention going on, um, but, like, the weightlifters, I, I was, like, hearing some of them talk during the Tycho concert outside, and they were, like, really seriously trying to figure out how to block it off so that the, like, anime people couldn't blend it, like, get in to the, like, get into the weightlifting stuff. But, but here's <laughs> like the thing. <laughs> well, okay. The guys doing taiko drums, they might want to do that. But, like, okay, so the guys not actually in charge of the weightlifting convention were really cool. Like, they were looking over at the taiko stuff, and they're like, wow, this is awesome. When they were dancing... They were having a good time, you know? They're bros. Uh, but yeah, they're, I don't know, most of them seem pretty cool. Um, the Republicans, though, they were looking at us like... They, oh, they, they were gonna call Homeland Security on simple, us. These simple people out here. They should be worshipping Jesus and not... <laughs> Some of the, whoever. some of the, some of them were interested in the taiko drumming though, but th like everyone was, um, cause it was really cool. But, uh, yeah, okay, so, shit, that was such a cool convention though. I'm so glad that I went. Um, it's, it's really too bad though, <laughs> like, I, I, I was saving up for this con, 
and then uh, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'll just I'll just make my money back up when I come back home. Nope, got laid off. Fuck me, right? But anyway, oh, you're about to get another job. Wow. I'm you not about to. For barely a week. I'm not about to get another job. I'm looking for another one. But I'm I'm an American. I'm the best. You're the he's, best in the. He, you're next, number one. He's next president, he's gonna beat the shit out of Trump, and then he's gonna be. Next I would president. vote for Senator Armstrong, on, dude. Senator Armstrong is on top of it. He's literally on top of of Biden, <laughs> beating the shit out of him. Anyway, um, let's keep going with his music, though. Uh, yeah. Okay, so. In addition to all the, the Tohokan stuff, I want to get into some of the stuff that was released at Comica 88. Because that that just happened pretty recently. Um, it happened... Yeah, man, that was... That was one of the things that happened while I was not doing the show. Uh, yeah, so we have... Let's see... Got this new track from Felt. I did play some new stuff from Demetori and Pizia Cell earlier. Uh, I want to play some this uh, felt song that I like quite a lot, and then I have some other old favorites of mine. Uh, also, some requests. Someone wanted to hear some Shibayan, and I'm more than happy to oblige for I that. It's, it's already on there. Yeah, well, there maybe there should be more. Maybe, I, if there's only time. Because if you know, you know, if you had another Shibion song, that's another ten minutes. You could just play five Shibion songs, and that would be your whole show. That would be two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, you could just play all the Mion. Yeah, actually, all the Mion songs is about half of a show right now. Um, especially if you if you count Mioisia as well. Spoilers, that's the one. No. <laughs> I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing Desert Years from uh, Retro Future Girls. Um, but then I also. Since uh, I, you know, since Akai Ryusei was also there playing with Tam, I'm going to be playing some Tokyo Active Neats and some Tam later on in the show, so that's going to be fun. And I found some Tam music that wasn't uh, the shitty techno. Yeah, I said it. Anyway, let's play this song from Vivienne. This is from the new Felt album called World Trick. Let it all out of you, Oni-chan.
か直送吹き上がった完結戦これは数百秒の短期決戦上昇する温度と更新強度強めとる温度玉温泉一も愛も期待値も上げるだけ上げまからん美大一も音楽道行く占領役者ほら手を鳴らしなおにさんこちら常に何かを試みる顔が転び始めた先の喜びと驚き大人もたまに子供になれる大人ともとたまに心びつ宴会をしたときめかす時期折々我ら都に出ます温泉音の泉手に取るから5時ならこちらが逆手に取る巻き出す原泉湯煙の奥は光の石戸手にめいめい楽しみ勢いよう鬼が出るか蛇が出るか昇華かけるはゆいつむりの魂地獄の話ひとびとなる黙ってちょうだい文句があるならかかって今回隣地が少量ばっこ近もぐり気づく暴動落土少将役所羽飛ばしていくよりすぐりの音楽も実力主義呼び込みすら展開地ゆかげんは1位でも下げない限界値正直者じゃないと難儀目に物見せるは快力乱心花話すらも花話つれつれなるままの日々に刺激のドルは不能へ確かにはどれ楽園の果て見渡した宮古さ踊れやさは飲めや歌いよう手を拝借地上からとは違う
Oh, sweet! I'm back! I can say things again. We just had some Tama Onsen, that was from the Elysian album, came out last year. Uh, song title there was... Uh, Yukimuri Tamashi Onsen. And that was uh, Koro, YTR, and Tama doing that one. All together, best buds. We also had Shibayan Desert Years, that was from Retro Future Girls. And then uh, before that, we had Let It All Out of You from Vivian, and that was from the World Trick album. Came out at uh, C88. So, coming up next, someone requested uh, some Toho Boston, which is a jazz group. And they're from, you guessed it, Boston. And holy shit, you guessed it as well, they play Toho music. So. <laughs> This is uh, from an album that uh, Freezex got me. Freezex is pretty cool. He also does the uh, album art for them. Very nice work. Very, very nice. Um, so I'm going to play something for, I guess, for him, as well as the person who requested the uh, the song. I think that was, was that Kubi? I think that was Kubi. What's up? What's up, Kubi? Hey, Kub! <laughs> oh, I'm terrible. If I keep if I keep talking like like Casey Kasem, I'm gonna turn into like the worst radio host ever. Yeah, you better cut that shit out. <laughs> like zoinks. Anyway, uh, we also speaking of jazz, let's, let's play some Tokyo Active Meats too, and then uh, let's play some Machikado Mapaze after that. This is gonna be a good set. Starting off with Rain of Cherry Blossom.
let's choo-choo from Machikado Mapose. That one, that was an adorable song. Oh my goodness. That album was... Wow. Would you like to dance in where you're next? Yeah, that... that... Otsugi wa doko de odorimashuka. Odorimashuka. Yeah, that works. <laughs> uh, yeah, Machikado Mapose though. Pretty awesome. The, um... His circle is kind of, like, they're known for their multi-instrumentalism. Uh, you can actually see some very awesome live performances done on YouTube from them, where it's just like, he has the, the vocalists, and he has all the instrumentalists in, like, a bedroom, and they're all playing, like, on a Nico video stream. Um, I'm actually surprised how many Dojin circles do this. You can go on Nico Video and just like look at streams of these circles playing. <laughs> wow, wow, Angry Cow coming in just to throw some shade. I can't believe it. Why don't you go contribute to global warming with your damn cow farts, you piece of shit? Don't listen to him, Angry Cow. <laughs> He's listening to me right now. He he doesn't have a choice. But anyway, um. But yeah, you can Listen go on. Radio. Wow. wow! You're fired. You're the worst co-host I've ever had. Oh, I'm taking over. Fuck. Uh, okay, but in <laughs> anyway, Machikado Mapose, you can watch them on. Uh, they have some stuff mirrored to YouTube, um, but Nico Video is the better place to look. Uh, they all I also got to see uh, Buta Otome live performance. And that was very entertaining. They even still had their cat and uh, their cat masks on. And then Ronko had some sort of weird, like, uh, eye, eye patch gauze pad thing going on. I don't know. But uh, it was a really cool performance to see them playing live. You can also see the, to the, the Neats playing. The Tokyo Active Neats have live performances in their studio and you can watch them play. Uh, and that's very, very cool. Uh, yeah, anyway, before Machikata Mapuze, we did have Tokyo Active Needs playing, uh, Septet for a Dead Princess, uh, which is interesting. So, Akai Ryusei, the pianist for Needs, he was there with Tam on Friday night performing live Toho songs, and he came in, like, midway through the set, and by that point, Tam had already played Septet, like, three times, and... The thing is, his set was full of medleys, and like, uh, he played, like, Septet was part of, like, most of the medleys, which were, like, all ten minutes long each. Um, but then he, Akairiusei gets up, gets on the piano, and they start playing Septet for a dead princess, and, yeah, we were like, wait, how many times is he gonna play this one song? But it was so cool that I didn't really care. I think he actually played it two more times uh, with Akai Rise. Yeah, but but you know, Tam is so he was he had a very good stage presence. But uh, yeah, I think if I had anything to say to him, it would be like, "Hey, can you tone down the uh, Scarlet Sisters themes?" Like. I mean, as, as Americans, 
We're all quite tired of you and Owen was her and Septet for the Dead Princess. And I think they should they should know this, you know, as part of their cultural training to coming over to America, right? They should they should know what Americans want, and we want not the Scarlet Sisters. We're we're all pretty much done with Embodiment of Scarlet Devil. I don't know. Those two are still people's watchers, please. Yeah, shitty people. The, the, I, I, okay, they're like 12, they're 12 years old. They're 500 years old. Yes, in 12 year old bodies. That doesn't make it no, right. The, the, the older one <laughs> is like the grandma. Okay, that's, that's very, that's not Freudian if it's your grandma, is it? But anyway, okay, I'm enough of, enough of this. Um, we also had some Toho Boston Jazz Group stuff, Rain of Cherry Blossom, that was from <sighs> Sunflower Nocturna, great album there, with uh, Freezex album art, I'd link it to you and I'd show it to you, but we're on the radio. <laughs> this, this fucking argument is 12 years old. <laughs> he is, wow, he's, he is full angry tonight. He's normally not quite so angry cow, but tonight he is an angry cow. Okay, I take it back. Twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Okay. But yeah, I'm gonna end the show tonight with uh, two Tam and Jin songs. And uh, it's some Ten Desires material. Two of them. And then, uh, but oh, yeah, first I gotta talk about this. For those of you who have, haven't been listening to Radio Overcoat, um, but are just now listening to Toho Tuesday. There's a couple of you. It's okay. It's okay. I know you don't like normal music. It's okay. You can like Toho music and not like normal music. I'm not gonna judge. But, uh, I have a Patreon now. And... <laughs> so, uh, I would... It's at uh, patreon.com slash overcoat. And I'll be posting my Toho Tuesday shows there now as well for a little extra income as I look for a new job. Uh, so this came at a good time. Um, because I, I need a new job. <laughs> but uh, yeah, meanwhile, uh, the monetary support that I get from Patreon really, really helps. Um, also, huge shout out to 610. Um, I'm not going to say how much he gave me, but holy fuck. I, wow, just thank you, dude. Thank you so much. Um, that is gonna get me fed for, like, a while. Uh, so thank you very much. And also thanks, big thanks to Max Frost for upping his donation yet again. Um, but, but anyone who else, if you liked the show tonight, if you liked, uh, Bowser's constant yapping. People like it. Yeah, people... <laughs> but um, no, if you if you liked my show, if you enjoyed my show, and you want to uh, support me, like with a little bit of a little tip for for doing a good job, which I hope I did, uh, you, you know, I would appreciate it. I would just really appreciate it. Um, I actually really like Patreon as a system. Um, 
I still don't quite trust it, like the infrastructure part of it, but the concept is a cool idea where you can kind of support... You can support artists for how much you think they're worth, and uh, you'd think most people would be kind of shitty and just like not get, do, do anything to support artists, but there's a lot of really great support out there for, um, for a lot of... It, mostly visual artists, but, you know, people like me as well doing, uh, w basically, I'm working my ass off on these radio shows, I'm not gonna lie. They're, they're getting pretty hard work, um, especially when I had a job, and I was trying to do this at the same time. It's almost like you have a responsibility or something. I know, um, <laughs> yeah, but no, I, I do, I do put, you know, at least a couple hours of work, uh, before doing the actual show. So, yeah, it's, it's a big investment of time and money. Um, but yeah, blah, 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 I just need money. Get Ira Glass to do my fun drive. Yeah, I wish. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play these Tam songs. This is a, uh, collaboration album that he did with Gin, or Jin, however, you, if you want to pronounce it like Japanese or a real American. Uh, this album is Okami Mythology Legend String Quartet. Oh, that was the song name. Wow. Eastern Quartet 7 is the name of the album. But, um, it's arrangements from Ten Desires, and I hope you like them. I will see you guys next Sunday for, uh, Radio Overcoat. But yeah, thanks for everyone for listening, and wow, I had a lot of people listening tonight, and, uh, that's really good for my first night back, and just thanks everyone for, for tuning in. Um, good night.
Chimera.